This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Prime Spark, the podcast that brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. The second women's revolution is here, and it is time for us to fuel a spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Now, here is your host for Prime Spark, Sarah Hart. Hi, and welcome to Prime Spark. I'm Sarah Hart, and I'm so happy you're here with us. Prime Spark is designed for women over 55 or close, with a goal to help us all live our happiest, most fulfilling, and productive lives now and in the future. The mission of Prime Spark is to change the way our society sees and treats older women. It's a big mission which only means we all need to be involved and we need to get started now. Today, I have the pleasure of talking to Stephanie O'Dell, a woman whose work I greatly admire. Stephanie O'Dell, founder of Celebrate the Gray, is passionate about making women visible as they age. She is changing the face of aging for the 50 plus woman. She has been styling and helping women discover their fashion sense for the last 10 years, working as a stylist for Athleta and Stitch Fix. As a woman in her 50s, she knows it's challenging to look modern, chic, and comfortable. She is about styling, inspiring, and helping you learn how to embrace your shape and modernize your style. Her grandmother, who lived to be 94, was a fashion maven and had the kind of wardrobe a girl dreams of. Lots of sparkle, fur, flesh, and most of all, personality. She lived during a time when women dressed hats, bags, shoes, jewelry. Stephanie learned from her to have fun with your fashion. Wear color. Lots of it. After 10 years of styling with Athleta and Stitch Fix, Stephanie O'Dell began a blog called Celebrate the Gray. Based on the thousands of women aged 50 plus she spoke with, she realized the visuals and stories women were given as they age are messages of anti-aging rather than pro-aging. She knew something had to change and that the age of models advertisers were using needed to be updated. Stephanie founded Celebrate the Gray, a full-service agency for and about the 50-plus woman. She represents over 70 gray-haired models and works with companies to use real faces and authentic stories of positive aging. Stephanie has been a speaker at many places and has been interviewed on numerous podcasts and featured in the local and national press. Stephanie hosts a bi-monthly speaking series, series, How She Revels, for Revel, and is a featured podcast contributor for Brand50, brand50.com. Welcome, Stephanie. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Wow. 
it's it's so interesting to hear that all said at once about you. It's like, oh wow, you know, we we focus so much on the things we haven't done yet, but to hear like, oh, I've, I have done quite a bit. Okay, I should be patting myself on the back. It's always so, a surprise, isn't it? It's always so nice to hear. It's like, oh, I think, wow. I think yeah, we we all need to have everyone every once in a while someone read our bio to us so that we yeah. can go. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that's a good exercise. Like even I think I, you know, writing that for yourself and just reading it every so often when you get into those valleys that you feel like, okay, what am I doing? Where am I going? Like, I'm going to read that again and say, okay, just keep on it. Keep going. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> exactly. So Stephanie, um, can you tell us any more about why you've chosen work to work with women 50 plus? There was a lot in your bio, but anything else you'd like to add? Well, you know, I, have, I always say it's selfish. Um, I'm 59 now, and I remember meeting a woman in her 70s when I was out hiking. And she said, I have to tell my group I'm in my 50s because if they know I'm in my 70s, they'll put limitations on what I can do. And I had one of these aha moments like she should be on an REI ad. Like this is the woman I want to be when I'm in my 70s. And, you know, we're, we're just, so it's selfish because I want to be represented when I'm 70, 80, 90. I, my grandmother lived to 94, like you said. My mother's 90 and still has a tractor and gardens six acres of garden. And um, so, you know, I have these inspiring women, but I want other women to have those examples of the possibility of aging. Um, and so I, and I focused on 50 because there's such huge transitions that happen in our 50s menopause, children leaving, relationship changes, job changes that there's this time of I'm going to settle into who I've been, or it's this amazing opportunity to evolve into who you could, can be. Yes. Um, so that was why I really focused. And a lot of my older clients were just saying, I feel invisible. The fashion industry's forgotten me. So I really set out to start a fashion line um, through the blog. I thought, okay, I'll figure out how to start a fashion line, find a uh, designer. And it, really what I found were these amazing women that I wanted to see in advertising. I think it's wonderful to think of giving girls, younger, younger girls and younger women, good role models, just Got like it. happened for you on that hike. I mean, I, and your mother and your grandmother. I mean, I, my mother, mowed the yard at, uh, at our at the home where I grew up until she was 96. Yeah. Um, and um, I, that's what I have in my mind. That's what you do. But a lot of little girls don't have that in their mind. And so I think it's really important to provide good role models. And I think a lot of women have in their head at 50, I can't wear this. I can't do this at 70. I mean, the women I've talked to that want to start businesses, but their friends say, oh, you're, you sh you're retired. Like, why can't you just be retired? So without, you can't be what you don't see. So you, without those visuals and narratives to inspire you to think about aging differently, it, it's really hard if like you and I, they don't have role models in their lives. Right. Um, I think the other side of it for me was to show my daughter and my son that aging don't, dictate someone's ability based on their age. Um, I mean, how often, and you probably never did it. And you probably thought your mother could never do anything. Like I think my mother's possible of anything. I never think in my head, oh, she shouldn't do that. She'll hurt herself where we put that 
on people so often as they age, you know, with the gray hair, with the body changes. Um, oh, you know, you look so old, you should dye your hair. So all these perceptions we place on people based on the stories we have in our heads. I think that's one of the fun things, actually, of not very many fun things, but one of the fun things that came out of the pandemic. I don't know how many women I know stopped dyeing their hair because they couldn't get to a a beauty salon. And I think they look so much better. Yeah. Um, just natural. Uh, that's, yeah. you know, I don't know how they feel, but they've stayed gray. So they must, I mean, they could go die again. So. Right. And a lot of people feel like they're back to their authentic self. Yes. That they've lived by someone else's standards for so long. And just they, we buy into the age denial messaging that we're given around. And, you know, I have some gray hair, I'm going gray, but mine is more body and my shape and it's changed. I'm not as, you know, I've been a runner all my life. I'm not as fit as I was. Um, you know, it's, it's buying into whatever your aging narrative is in your head. So when I say celebrate the gray, it may not be gray hair. It may be um, wrinkles. Um, it may be your body's changed. It may be your life has changed. It's just really changing the, the words in your head of to into positive words like the you know I was talking to a friend that was retiring from where she was at and she'd been there for 12 years and she said it's such a scary time for me and I went oh my god it's so exciting it's such an exciting time you can do anything you want and all this experience and wisdom you bring to your next job or your next whatever you do so I think again a new narrative a new movie a new story in our heads really is helpful to embrace aging differently so it's, it's really celebrate the gray is really celebrate your life. Yeah. At this point in your life, celebrate where you are. Right. That's great. Yeah. I don't know about this, but I would assume that with the work you do, you have faced some hurdles along the way. Um, have you? Is that accurate? Yeah. I mean, well, the first hurdle for sure was self-doubt in opening a modeling agency. Um I didn't have any experience and I wanted to find somebody else that would do that. Uh, so I tried to partner with a modeling agency and couldn't find anybody. They'd say, oh, we represent the gray haired model. We have two models that are gray and, oh, they're six foot four and they're, or they're six foot and they're beautiful and skinny and don't really resonate with the real woman. Um, so it was, took me a couple of years to kind of say, okay, I've just got to do this because there's nobody else doing it and I'll figure it out and I'll ask for help. So that was definitely a hurdle personally in, in building the brand. And the other hurdle is the buy-in from brands. Um, you know, somebody will say, Oh yeah, we, you know, you tell them the story, you tell them what I'm, what I'm doing, what we're doing, what who we represent. Oh my God, that's fantastic. And it's so needed. Great. Well, let's, can you, let's hire some of our models and let's talk about a campaign. Oh, well, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to upset our core customer and go away from our core customer. And, um, you know, not realizing the spending power and not willing to buy in. So it really is the small brands that are stepping up and being thought leaders and making change. And hopefully larger brands will start paying attention. So that is definitely a hurdle. It's a, as I say, a slow burn, Um, a conversation I had a year ago. Now, maybe somebody will say, okay, we're ready to take the plunge. Um, We're ready to really represent her authentically. But even brands that we're working with, they still are, you know, well, the bottom line hasn't changed. We're not seeing the traction we wanted. Um, 
And I think you and I have talked about this. It's not a one and done. It's a year commitment to doing social media, doing, looking at your product, looking at your catalogs, looking at all aspects of how you're marketing to her and understanding her that really takes deeper buy-in and they're not quite, brands aren't quite there. Getting there, closer. And there's a lot of people trying to make change and it's going to take all of us to make that happen. Yeah, I think that um, you and I also have talked about this, but I think that the time is coming. Yeah. I think there's no question, but all of this for older women is on the horizon and it's it's coming. Um, and smart companies, smart brands will get out there in front of it and, and be ahead of the curve. Um, because there's no question uh, but what it's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, we, we also talked about, um, and it's, I always say this to women that complain, it's like, it's our responsibility to be out there, be vocal, be visible, talk about how old we are, what we're doing. It's also where we spend our dollars, like the brands that are doing it well, spend your dollars there. Um, you know, talk about those brands, share those brands and, that is our spending power is undervalued, underrepresented, underrespected, you know, not respected as it should be. So our dollars will speak volumes to those brands that are doing a good job at it. And withholding our dollars from the brands who aren't do it will also speak volumes. Mm-hmm. Um, so long as they know why we're not buying things that are advertised only by 20 something young right. women in size two or zero. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, the power we're doing a campaign right now with swim spot and the power of seeing a woman that's curvy, that's in her seventies, that's in her sixties, that's in her fifties for other women to see, Oh, that's what I could, that's, I don't have to hide at this, the, you know, the, the pool. I don't have to hide at the beach. Like I am beautiful still. I am sexy still. Um, but sometimes without seeing those visuals, it's really hard to imagine that you can be that again. Um, and we're told so often that of all the things we can't be. So to all of a sudden see, oh, this is what I can be, opens up a whole new world for women of possibility. That's just such a fascinating image to think of a woman in her 70s, 80s, 90s at the beach in a swimsuit. She can be beautiful. She's not going to look 20. Right. And the amount that we're working against to change that perception, that there is beauty in a lovely 90-year-old woman's body in a bathing suit, even though it doesn't look like a woman who's 20. Right. That is a, that is a, that's a big hurdle. It is a big hurdle, but the more we see it, the more normalized it begins. Think yes. about the plus size, how that's really changed over the last few years. Yes. Um, that becomes more normalized. And then, we, you know, to talk about, we were doing this swim campaign and I was talking with the uh, CMO of the company and I, they chose me to be one of the models because they wanted to highlight celebrate the gray. And it was really hard for me to see myself in a bathing suit, you know, because I have been an athlete all my life. And then we started talking about all that my body's done. I've had two kids. I've run marathons. I'm still powerful and strong. And when you start to kind of 
take ownership of where your body's at now and what it's doing now and what it's done, you start to think about it differently and not hang on so much to, well, it doesn't look like it did when I was 20 or 30. Well, no, you know, you've done a lot. <laughs> look what it's been through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's sort of like, it's almost like, I wonder how, how there could be a bio of your body so that when you look at, it, at that, you have the same feeling that you had when you heard me read your bio. Yeah. You know, something that, that shows every, you know, everything that your body has been through and done and is magnificent now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Well, it's again, it's all your self um, story. So yeah. it's been interesting to see other people's comments and to work with the, um, the company because you start to see the, the positives of your body. And again, it goes back to what we were talking. You also mentioned in my bio, the dressing, you know, we start to dress to disappear. So we dress in tans and blacks and grays, um, sad colors versus, you know, happy colors of, you know, I, I say walking out on a spring day versus a winter day, which gives you more joy. Right. And, you know, I love you wear red glasses and you wear red and um, that we, we are afraid to draw attention back to ourselves. But when we start doing that and we get this positive feedback, all of a sudden we start embracing it and are comfortable about it. And it starts, it becomes this catalyst for positive change in our life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be very sad if I thought I couldn't wear my red. <laughs> <laughs> You look fantastic in it. You should definitely keep it. I, I always, you know, I still do styling. I don't do as much as I used to, but um, one of my first things, if someone's uncomfortable with color, I'm, I always say, go buy a red tennis shoe and start there. Just see what happens. And they'll be like, oh my God, my friend was like, I love your shoes. And, you know, it's that small, it's little changes make big changes. Yes. So you, you must in your work have had lots of satisfactions along the way. Does anything in particular stand out when you think about it? Uh, many. I mean, I still pinch myself and can't believe the work I'm doing. Like I never imagined I would be doing this. I always felt like I was, there was something big for me to do. I never knew what it was. And I did the small, I did the hard work and the small work that got me to this point. Um, I just got this really interesting DM from a woman on Instagram and she had seen a live Instagram live that I did. And she said, you know, I just want to thank you for the work you're doing. You're making changes for generations to come. And I just went, wow, that is like me. I can't like, I just, I'm so excited to be part of the conversation. Um, I'm excited that I'm letting women think differently about themselves. Um, I started thinking differently about myself in my late forties um, when my kids were older in school and had, didn't need me quite so much. And I had that moment of, I don't know what I'm even passionate about anymore. Where do I, I know I want to do something. I don't know what it is. And I didn't even know how to get started. So to know that I'm now 10 years into that journey and feel like I'm inspiring other women is really powerful for me. Um, and then just, being part of some photo shoots where I see these 20 and 30 year olds meeting these 70 year olds and looking at aging differently. And I know in that moment we're rewriting age models 
and and that that slow little interaction the next job they're at or the next interaction with somebody they will look at that person differently because of the experience they've had with that 70 year old that's so powerful um some of the times i've met with people and they're like i'm i'm gonna call my mom because i just you're right i don't i haven't appreciated her for her power in her aging versus I look at the limitations of her aging and what she can't do. But now I really want to celebrate her of what she can do and is doing. (laughs) I just get goose pimples when you talk about all that. I mean, there's what's, what's better than that. I I mean, what's better than that? I can't, I don't know what's better than that. Maybe chocolate, but other than chocolate. (laughs) You know, it's become a much bigger thing than I imagined. And I always said, even if just because I started by this blog and I started by going up to women, I didn't know. And just saying, can I talk, you know, and it was, if they had gray hair, your hair is beautiful. Can I talk to you for a minute and just talk about your aging story? And, and I, I, the, the grain of all of it is if, even if all I do is make that woman see, be seen for a day and she thinks about herself differently, that I feel like I'm doing something really great in the world. Um, so it's grown into something much bigger than I ever imagined. So I think when you find your power path and you find what you truly light you up, it's amazing the things that can happen from that. I agree a hundred percent. And for me, that's the spark in, yeah. in the prime of our lives. Um, yeah. and it's there and we all can discover it. If we don't already know it, we can discover it. So what do you hear from older women, colleagues, or clients about their experiences of living in the world as an older woman? You know, it's mixed. Um, The women I interviewed were very powerful in their aging and didn't really buy into society's messaging. Um, But then the other thing I hear is this you've given me possibility, you've given me permission to think about aging differently. Um, so, and, and I, the collaborations that I'm doing with you and different thought leaders uh, around in, in the 50 plus demographic, um, I think it just takes a bunch of us, all of us to continue talking and allowing women to, to hear the stories. Um, you know, it, it's everything from, I, they let my, I let my hair go gray and I'm my authentic self for the first time in 20 years. Um, two, I can't let my hair go gray because my mom and my daughter both tell me I look too old and I need to dye my hair. So wherever you are on that spectrum, it's, um, I think that we're offering resources and conversations to, to allow somebody to think, start thinking differently. I think that's true. And I certainly hope so. Yeah. (laughs) And from feedback you've gotten, it sounds like it. So yeah, for you, Stephanie, I mean, it's such important work. Well, that I had um, recently did a podcast and I think I got 60 new women reaching out saying, I want to be part of what you're doing. I'm not great yet, but how can I help you? So, you know, there is this need and desire and want to be seen. And so I'm glad that Celebrate the Gray can help facilitate that a bit. Yes. And Prime Spark's doing the same thing. You know, yes. we're, we're being seen, we're being heard. Uh, and don't be afraid to stand up and say, I want to be seen, I want to be heard. Right. Yeah. So Stephanie, do you experience getting older? And if you do, 
how, and if you don't, why not? <laughs> oh, totally. I experienced getting older. You know, I experienced getting older looking at my kids who are now 24 and 21. And I think, how the heck are you that old? I can't, you know, we were looking at little pictures or pictures of them when they were little. And I'm like, oh my God, where's the time gone? So, um, you know, my body's changed. I have those forgetful moments and, um, but I feel more powerful and more in my self than I felt in a long time. So um, definitely, you know, my mom is 91, 90, my dad is 89. And I think about the world, how it will change when they're not around. Um, but I, I also feel like um, I've taken back the power of my aging and it feels really good to be able to be fit and strong and healthy. And so I, I don't feel, I feel better than I did 20 years ago, to be honest. You know, it's, um, I have talked to a lot of women and I've interviewed many women over 50 or 55. And I won't say a hundred percent because nothing in human behavior probably is a hundred percent, but 90% of the women will say exactly that, that they feel, they experience getting older from their bodies. You know, there's aches and pains and they can't do quite the same things and that kind of thing. And their children are now a lot of them having their own children and so yeah. And then they will say, but for myself, I feel better. I feel better than I have. I feel more myself. I feel more of who I really am. I'm, I'm more me. I'm excited to be able to do some things I've always wanted to do. Um, and that's such a common reaction. And yet, when I ask women, they will admit to being really frightened about getting older, of being invisible, of being um, not cared about, not so much not cared for, although that's true, but just cared about, being irrelevant. And so, it's, an, it's a sad and interesting clash of I feel more of who I'm really meant to be, and I'm afraid I'm going to be invisible. Um, and I think, that's, I think that's what we're addressing. Right. I think the, this time right where we're at now is the opportunity to be visible has never been greater. There are so many avenues to make yourself visible. You have to put yourself out there and you have to take some risk for sure. But the feedback and the collaboration that I've gotten and the support has been unbelievable. I went from being a competitive 30-year-old 20 years ago to a collaborative 50-year-old. And the power of the collaboration as we age to make change for ourselves and for others um, is something I never really thought I would realize. Uh, so I, I had a woman reach out to me and want to do an article about competition. And I'm like, I don't feel competitive with anybody. I, I really support everybody that's trying to make, do what they want to do. Like to, to talk to somebody that's found what they want to do. If I can support them and I can help in some way, I want to do that because by helping each other, we're helping all those other women that are sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out, do I fit? Am I, am I still relevant? Is there something I can do? And by hearing the story 
not just looking at someone's end journey and realizing, oh, she's like me. She didn't know what she wanted to do in her 50s. And then she took a risk. She took a part-time job. She started working. She realized she was good at this. And um, I think that's what we're about. I think that there's not never been a better opportunity for women to take back the power in their aging than right now. I agree. Yeah. And to counter those images that we keep getting presented with that women are so competitive. They're just, you know, they're backbiting. They're nasty. And that's not my experience as I've gotten older. I mean, exactly what, what you were saying. It's not my experience. I'm, I, we're all in this together and we, and none of us does it alone. And yeah. so, um, and yeah. maybe it's our own perception, right? Maybe it's, um, you know, I always say to my kids, you get what you give. So maybe as we age, we have this confidence if we allow ourselves to the permission to age with power versus buying into the age denial messaging. And maybe because we have this confidence and um, more power back, uh, we want to give that to other women. So it, it, we don't hold on to it so quite so tightly, if that makes sense. Makes absolute sense. We don't, we're not, I can't remember what I was reading, but it, it talked about that um, that we're, we're not, well, this, all this language was we're not so involved with our ego and trying to get ahead and, and go, you know, the next step on the ladder and that, 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 yeah. that, that was all true, maybe for most of us or some of us at some point in our lives. But at some point that sort of drops away. Um, yeah. that's, that's not what we're about. Yeah. So what dreams do you still have, Stephanie, that you haven't realized yet? Well, I, you know, having Gap or one, a big brand target or someone call and say, hey, I, we need to talk to you. Like, that'll be, you know, having that 70 year old that I met on the top of the mountain in the REI ad, um, that is still a dream. I have another model that's a tennis player in her 70s, and I want to see her in an intergenerational ad and athletic. So five years ago when I started this, I have these images and these visions of these women in particular campaigns. So when that happens, I'll be very satisfied. Um, and, you know, just to be continue to be health, health, healthy and strong and happy and inspiring women. Um, I, I feel I'm living in my dream right now. Um, and I, I, like I said, I couldn't have imagined this where I'm at right now. And I'm so proud of myself and proud of um, the connections and the collaborations that have helped get me here. I mean, I definitely haven't gotten here by myself. I have a lot of support from my family and a lot of support from all these women that have reached out and feel really fortunate to been able to meet these amazing women and be inspired. I have no doubt that <laughs> not too long in the future, we're going to see if not that 70-year-old on, on REI's, in REI's catalog, some 70-year-old in yeah, REI's catalog. And it's going to it just become, yeah. This it is thanks to normal. Stephanie O'Dell. Oh, I don't need the credit, but I, you know, to think that we could start normalizing that and right. seeing that and you wouldn't go, oh, well, she's an interesting older woman. I wonder who she is. Like, well, of course she's included. Like, why wouldn't she be included? She's an important person in society and has got value and experience and wisdom that other people want to know about. That's really interesting. Just sort of as a final thought, I'd never thought of this before, but this, this 
this may certainly um, highlight a bias on my part, and so I'll own it if it does. But where I see really interesting older women in pictures in ads or whatever every once in a while, I am very curious about them. Right. And I'm not curious about beautiful young women. She's beautiful. I'm not curious about her. Yeah. That's well, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. And and when I first started this, people well, healthy older people are unicorns. I'm like, no, they're not unicorns. And we're living longer and healthier. And the age models don't reflect that. Um, you know, a 90 year old today is not unique. Uh, a 90 year old that's fit and healthy and is not unique. So the age models just haven't caught up uh, with where, how we're living our lives. Right. So I, one of the things the swim spot campaign we're doing is interesting because each two weeks they're highlighting a model and they're actually telling her story. Who is she? What does she do? Oh, that's neat. So it's really interesting for the consumer to see and be inspired by her and not just like you say, see this face and wonder who she is and what she about that's great i like that that's really good because that that does sort of two things at once and that is um that's really good so stephanie if somebody wants to get in touch with you and find out more about what you're doing how can they do that so we're celebrate the gray with an a and www.celebratethegray.com also on instagram at celebrate the gray on facebook celebrate the gray uh, and my, you can reach me via any of those directly. And I'm happy to talk if someone's interested in modeling with only three requi- requirements for modeling over 50 gray or going gray and doesn't believe in plastic surgery or moving down that Avenue. And people have said, well, I don't have gray hair, but I really want to be part of what you're doing. And hopefully at some point I'll be include more than just gray hair, but Gray hair is really the most powerful thing that happens for women. First thing that we start getting shamed about as we age. So I feel like if we can normalize gray hair and make it just another color, that we'll start really moving the needle on aging and being more age inclusive in marketing and media. So that's how I'm happy to hear and talk to anybody. I love connecting with people. Thank you. Thank you so much. So that's our time today. Thank, thank you so you. much thank you for having me. And thank you for all the work you're doing. Um, it's always fun to talk about and see what's happening with Prime Spark. So yes, thank you. So thank you all for joining us today. Please join us again. You can find out Prime Spark podcast on most podcast outlets, and you can find out more about Prime Spark at www.primespark.com. Thank you again to my guest, Stephanie O'Dell. And don't forget, you can find her many different places. One of those is www.celebratethegray.com. I encourage you to go there and have a look. It's really fun. I have had such fun several times going through that <laughs> website. Really, truly. So thank you all for being with us. Take care. Spread tolerance and love. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Prime Spark. With each episode, Sarah Hart brings you conversations that inspire, celebrate, and empower women over 55. 
If you would like to listen to or download other episodes about remarkable, experienced women, go to EWNpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available at Spotify, Apple Podcast, and most other major podcast sites. The second women's revolution is here, and we hope that you use the insights you've gained here to fuel the spark that will ignite your way forward, illuminate your path, and reflect your gifts in the world. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.